0: What's good, Faith Walkers? Hello, welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Who is ready to continue this marathon we've been doing? (laughs) I don't even know, but we've done lots of episodes. I don't know if it's close to 14 at this point, just in January alone. So we're, we're, starting with lots of momentum. I hope that this is truly resonating with you and blessing you in ways that are beyond what you could have even expected. If you have no idea what I am talking about, (laughs) we've been doing a bit of a series on hearing God and helping you really receive and know that we are wired to hear God, that this is something that's been made complicated, but it does not have to be. So we've been simplifying how you can really know that you are hearing God, how you can be more available, how you can actively pursue God and increase your seek. You know, something that I've repented for in different seasons. Lord, I repent for having a weak seek. I repent for having a weak seek. No wonder I'm discouraged. No wonder my focus is pinballing all over the place. No wonder I'm overwhelmed. No wonder stress is all I see, right? I repent for a weak seek. Who am I, right, that thinks that I can do life apart from you? I know better. I know apart from you, I am nothing. Apart from you, I can do no good thing. So I repent for my weak seek. Help me, Holy Spirit, to get back on track, to seek the Lord with all of my heart, because those who seek me will find me when they seek me with all of their heart. Okay, so we're making this series something powerful and impactful. We are making it biblical and practical. So this is not just fluff. This has been brewing and stewing and something that I've sifted through for a minute in order to be able to deliver it. So if you've been blessed by what is happening here on the podcast, you have between now and the end of January to take advantage of a special giveaway that we're doing. For those of you that want to show your generosity and support for what's been happening here, rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Then head over to julianapagecom slash podcast and make sure you claim your free devotional. And if you are an overachiever and you want to take this a little bit further, share this with five different friends or family members or people that you can think of that come to mind that would really be blessed by receiving what is shared here on God's Vibes. Screenshot those messages, email them to info at julianapage.com, and we'll also send over a free Courage Co. workbook straight to you. So we'll make sure to coordinate to get your address and get all those details sent over to you. Okay, just because, just for fun. So if you want to be a part of that, you've got from now until the end of January to be a part of that. The other exciting thing, we've talked about this a little bit, and then because of different projects that we're working on behind the scenes here, we had to hold off until February to really get it going. But right now, the calendar is open. You can book time to get coached live on the God's Vibes podcast We have different days where we actually will release the God's Vibes Hotline coaching sessions here on the podcast. So if you want to get coached for free on the podcast, it's called the God's Vibes Hotline. There's a form in the show notes, or if you follow me on any of the social medias, you can click the link in my bio and it'll say the God's Vibes Hotline. Get coached on the God's Vibes Hotline and you can fill out the form. To make sure that you consent to sharing on the podcast. We will keep it private in the sense that we won't share your full identity. We'll just use your name and focus primarily on what the topic is and make sure to coach on that. So you can go ahead and fill out the form. We can talk about anything, spiritual awareness, spiritual maturity, entrepreneurship, business, relationships, the whole gamut. All right. So you can fill out that form and get in line to be on the podcast. Okay, so this is first come first serve. So to make sure that you get a spot, this is something that you can go ahead and book for free. It's called the God's Vibes hotline on the podcast. And then some of you are asking, I have two spots remaining on my calendar for the first quarter to coach together one-on-one. So if you want to claim one of those, I highly recommend coaching for just your self-awareness, your spiritual maturity, your faith, (laughs) your practical action where you're making proof of your faith, right? And you're out here faith walking and really doing the impossible in your life. And you're really leaning into so much courage. We need accountability on that journey. We need support on that journey. We don't even know how to walk that journey a lot of the time. So when you actually partner with a coach, you actually get results, okay? So if you feel led to work with a coach in this season and you're interested in working together one-on-one, email info at julianapage.com. Put coaching with Juliana in the subject line and we'll make sure the team sends you details about what that looks like. All right, we're going to have more things to come. So make sure that you get also plugged into Courage Co. This is where all the updates that are not shared here are shared, okay? And Courage Co. is a free community off social media on purpose so that you have this space where you're not constantly bombarded and pulled in all these different directions, but you can strictly just come and receive, okay? You can invest in yourself and just receive. And for leaders, for coaches, for servant-hearted people, that's such a big deal. There's so few spaces where you can actually go and get fed, Okay, so Courage Co., it's www.courageco.org. This is a private app. The community is free. We offer five different small groups throughout the week that you can plug into. We have a prophetic prayer call every other Wednesday. This Wednesday coming up will be one of those prayer calls at 8 a.m. Central Time. These are really powerful calls. We also do record them, and you can get access to the notes. We have different programs and courses to plug into. We have a VIP Mastermind, a Life Coach Certification Program, So much goodness, all of that and more you can learn about inside Courage Co. www.courageco.org. So definitely come and get plugged in over there. So today we are talking about the last of the prophetic personality types and really how you can grow and mature as a knower. Okay, And something fun that I mentioned in one of the other episodes is that You can often tell what your primary type is by how you first came to know the Lord and how you really first interacted with him. So for me, that was actually knowing I desperately needed to know that God was real (laughs) and that he could be real for me. And that God cared about me and was invested in my life. Like, I needed to know this. Okay? So, it says in 1 Corinthians 2.9, What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived. Come on, Lord. The things God has prepared for those who love him, these are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. By his spirit. Okay? Okay? So, discovering this personality type is just a radical shift that can change your whole entire. Life. Okay. God shows up in the knower's world as intuition or an inner confidence in what is true. And he speaks to you in your knower. <laughs> I like to just call this your gut. Okay. You have a supernatural intuition and insights. And as a knower, you just know in your spiritual gut that God is speaking to you and you respond to him. And you really want to get in this habit of celebrating how God created you to hear him, okay? So I know for me personally, I did not trust my intuition. I always felt very spiritually aware, but I wasn't trained to trust that. That was something that kind of operated on the sidelines. And then I broke both wrists at once <laughs> because I did not listen to my intuition. And that was a costly lesson that no one wants to do it again, let alone both wrists at once, right? So... Wrists actually represent your flexibility and mobility in life. So that's also interesting. But I ignored my intuition. It was costly. So I made a vow at that point in my life that I would never do that again. So when it came to knowing the Lord and the things that he would ask me to do, I knew better than to not listen. Okay? And God can do a lot with somebody who listens to him. Just going to lay that there. So as I've said, with all of these personality types... Your strengths are the outcome of your relationship with God. Okay, say it with me. My strengths are an outcome of my relationship with God. They're like an outflow, if you want to think about it that way, okay? So relationship with God is everything. They don't create your relationship. They are supernatural benefits of a healthy and intimate bond with your creator, creator God, okay? Okay. So here are some things specifically, though, that make the knower exceptional. And all of these personalities are exceptional. Your key is to notice them, celebrate them, okay, develop them, cultivate them. So knowers have an ability to push through barriers and overcome anything that stands in their way. These people are (laughs) beasts in that way, okay? Knowers do hard things. Hard things really well. You push through obstacles and overcome them in extraordinary ways. People just look at you in awe, like it does not make sense. You have a supernatural resolve to stick with what you know. You're stubborn about that. Your knowing anchors you to what God has told you, regardless of the circumstances and barriers you may face. And you know how to get through difficult things, you know, where most people would fall back, where most people would fall into addiction, where most people get stuck in depression and so many other things, grief, right? You have this ability to not give up. Tenacity is a profound grace in your life, okay? And when you pair an impossible challenge with knowing that you're on the right path, you can draw deep from your well of courage, passion, or sheer determination and push forward despite the odds, You know how to stand firm, as the Apostle Paul urged us to do. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God, so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger, and having done everything that the crisis demands, to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. Let's go, Ephesians 6 people. (laughs) So knowers can have courage that inspires courage in others. Hello, Courage Co. That wasn't random. (laughs) So listen, if you're riding out the storm of your life, you want a knower in the boat. You need a knower. Knowers will say, look at me. You're going to make it. I just know God's got a plan for you. You're not going to die here. Okay, keep going. That is what the power of a knower can do. And when you think you're going to die, when you are deep into depression, when you are facing brokenness that is crushing you on every side, trust me, I know. Ask me how I know. I've been there, okay? This joy is not random. This joy, right, comes from hard things, okay? But when you've got a knower, not only somebody that's lived these things, but also a knower, come on. It changes your entire world, and it definitely changes you in that season, and that's something you will never forget. (laughs) Knowers possess a strong sense of direction. These are your visionaries. You have a remarkable sense of direction because your faith links with your spiritual gut. Woo! so strong. Moses is an example of this. He ventured into the wilderness not to run away from Egypt, but because he believed God and knew the promised land awaited the people of Israel. A knower is willing to take the land, but is also really good at discerning which land to take, cuz not all land is your land. You're the one who often says, "I just know that's our promised land and I'm going to get it." So you know the truth of Psalm 3 Psalm 32, 8. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you, okay? Knowers are dependent on God for that. Knowers are resistant to being swept away by emotion or hype. (laughs) So this is great when you also get prophetic personalities together because you celebrate the diversity of how God is speaking and you can temper those that are maybe overly or un overly emotional or unhealthy right emotionally in their feeling gift or if you got somebody right that is, sensing something, but they're not quite sure. And then you bring knowing to the mix, right? It stabilizes them. So it's really important to get around people that flow differently than you as well. Knowers are unlike any other prophetic personality in the face of adversity because God speaks to knowers without employing the more tangible senses of hearing, seeing, or feeling. Okay, this means, let me break this down for you. This means that during periods of stress, when you're at higher risk of being misdirected, You don't have to wait for powerful sensory forces to show you the way. You don't got to go begging God for signs. You don't have to make sure that your feelings catch up. You don't have to go like sift through some of your reasoning and your logic. Knowing is available to you 24-7. So knowers have unusual stability. Like these are your trustworthy, loyal people. They're stable. They're consistent. Like you know what you're going to (laughs) get when you get a knower right? It's almost like a love language because knowers value knowing things. They're going to make sure that you have a clear experience of them. You're never going to wonder what they're thinking or where they stand with you. They're very clear, okay? Because they value that clarity as well. You live with a conviction deep inside that propels you forward. So you still might be shaken on the inside, but you don't trust the shaking. You trust the knowing. And you know that you know, and that is enough, period that's what you move on. And knowers possess an unusual degree of hope. Like these people have been whacked by life. The enemy has attacked them, definitely started early attacking them. They've been through so many things and they don't smell like smoke. You're like, how are you in that furnace? And you just come out of here walking like you're good. Like what? (laughs) How have you been through that? Like I would have no idea that you ever walked through that pain and I was in your life while you were walking through it. How is that possible? God profound hope accompanies the knower because you believe God is going to come through okay this can also be a weakness which we'll get to but the hope is an anchor for the soul firm and secure it says that in hebrews 6:19 so hope is not a feeling okay feelers hope is not a feeling it is an expectation that something good will happen in the future Man, and if we don't have an expectation that something good will happen in the future, hello, depression. Okay? Hope is founded on evidence that the things you know to be true will also prove to be true. You're, you're okay looking crazy. For example, if you've never heard of someone being healed from cancer, you wouldn't expect healing from cancer to be possible. You wouldn't hope for healing. But once you know of somebody healed from cancer, you carry undeniable hope in such healing. This is the power of testimony. When you have the privilege of being exposed to what has happened in somebody's life, a testimony that they have shared with you, do not take that lightly. Do not let that become stale in your heart. Do not just dismiss that as no big deal. That is a huge deal. Because when you are exposed to the miracle working power of God, it ignites faith in you. It ignites hope in you, and you're going to need that. Or somebody connected to you is going to need you to dispense that to them. So do not dismiss that. Do not ever let that become stale in your heart. Biblical hope is founded on what you know About God. If you don't know anything about God, it's hard to hope that He can help you in times of need. So I came to the Lord in a desperate time of need. I needed to know that God was real and that He could see me, hear me, feel me, love me, help me, all the things. Just Lord help, right? But if you've studied the Bible and come to know his voice, if you've witnessed God's power at work in your life and the lives of others, then you will expect him to do great things. If he did it for somebody else, he can do it for me. He just demonstrated that's possible. That blows my mind. Okay. Knowers have supernatural hope because your expectation comes from your history of paying attention to God. Your hope is grounded in knowing that if God said it, you believe it and that settles it no wavering, okay? So knowers have this unusual stability, a conviction deep inside that's propelling them forward. So they stay in motion. It's very rare for a knower just to just sit, okay? But let's move to the weaknesses, right? Because just like there's exceptional qualities of any personality, there's also weaknesses. You've got to know these. You've got to be able to recognize them. So at your best, you know with unshakable certainty what is right or best, and you have a unique way of discerning God's truth. But at your worst, you might believe your knowing is superior to the ways of other prophetic personalities and how they connect with God, okay? And it will be tempting to ignore what other members of the body have to contribute to your situation. So you've got to stay open to receiving context and perspective from all sides, And a little bit more aware of how locked in you might get in your knowing. So when knowers feel left out of spiritual experiences, they are vulnerable to disengaging from their spiritual life. Yikes. Okay, there's more... Let me say it this way. There's nothing more annoying to an unhealthy knower than being around others who are constantly hearing, seeing, and feeling God speaking to them and all the things, right? To be surrounded by others who never stop telling them, God told me this, God showed me that, I'm hearing this. Knowers often wonder, am I the most unspiritual person in the room? I haven't felt anything. I'm just having a regular day at church. (laughs) Other prophetic personalities say, God showed me this vision, and I'm supposed to change the world by writing this book. Or the power of God came upon me, and I now know I'm supposed to move to Asia. Right? Like, big things like that are happening all the time. The knower thinks, wow, how did you get that? I just know I'm supposed to wash the laundry so it doesn't smell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's where my life is right now. So, knowers, it's okay if that's where you found yourself, and I want you to keep investing in that part of you that feels mundane and unspiritual. You don't have to fake anything, and you can accept that the way God communicates with you isn't typical. You can believe God is reaching out to you even when it doesn't seem like it, and God knows what he's doing and why he needs to speak to you as he does, okay? Okay? So don't let the flashiness of others, hearing, seeing, or feeling, cause you to disconnect from your knowing. Don't let discouragement get the best of you. And I love how Paul urged us to resist this temptation. But each one of us must carefully scrutinize his own work, examining his actions, attitudes, and behavior, and then he can have the personal satisfaction and inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another. Galatians 6:4. So rather than envy others ways of hearing God, allow encounters with the other prophetic personalities to encourage your spiritual growth and draw you closer to him. So I'm somebody that started at knowing, right? But often flows at all of them at the same time. Like some are more loud than others, but now it's almost like a colorful picture versus just one thing. And that can become possible. So you don't have to just be locked into your personality. Again, all of them are designed to work together. And that can just be with other members of the body, of course, and definitely for accountability. But that can also happen inside of you as well. You are not limited in your hearing of God. So knowers have a hard time valuing other modes of hearing God. And this weakness is the other side of the coin. So on the one side, you might envy other prophetic personalities. And on this side, you judge them because you don't often rely on sensory experiences. You can be quick to dismiss disrespect or disregard those who do. And that can be really dangerous. Knowers sometimes judge the feeler for seeming over-emotional, (laughs) The hearer keeps giving play-by-play reports. You get distracted by what the seer doesn't seem to see. Okay, Not honoring others' way of listening can leave a gap in your faith walk. This is a big deal. And the gap, want to hear what it is? Pride. (laughs) That's the gap. The opposite of humility. And the Bible defines humility as having a realistic view of one's importance. It says that in Proverbs 22.4. Right? Humility is an attitude of spiritual modesty that comes from understanding our place in the larger order of things. So in other words, humility means not elevating your prophetic personality above others. And this is true of anything in your life. Not putting your education, your talent, your ability, your capacity, whatever it is, your favor, your resources, never use that to lead you to pride. It all flows from God. Okay, now this is really interesting, right? But a lot of people, when they're knowers, become insensitive, right? They, they start judging other people instead of just acknowledging how God speaks to them and how that can be a blessing. Okay, so we have to call ourselves out. We have to be wise and discerning, call ourselves out, repent, repent. Whenever you come into pride or judgment or cynicism, that is not the spirit of God. The body of Christ is diverse and knowers are a part of a larger body. We celebrate diversity in Christ. Okay, Each one of us shows us a different aspect of God. That is beautiful. We need that. We never want to be limited. So knowers tend to overvalue their knowing and leave others behind. Also not good. So some knowers attitudes seem to say, well, since you don't know or don't have the answer and I already know, you can sit this one out while I take care of it. Mm. (laughs) If you've ever experienced that, that doesn't feel good. If you want to come with me, fine, but try to keep up. Right? Like, I. It's just off-putting. Okay? When these knowers get clear about what they know, they start off down the road in a flash without looking back. I know I'm supposed to go here. I'm going to buy this house. I'm supposed to go now. Build that. Take care of this. And it seems and feels so obvious to them, but when they look up, they see that they've left everybody behind. And if you believe you're the only one in your world that God is speaking to you, you can be extremely dangerous. This is not good. Okay? So I hope you're hearing me. Proverbs 16, 25 says, there's a way that seems right to a man, but it Its end is the way to death. Not fun. Proverbs 24, 6 says, In a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Amen to that. So knowers can become prideful if they have a history of being proven right. Oh, I did it this way before. I'm just going to do that again. Oh, that worked there. I'm going to do that over here. Pride sounds like I'm the only one who knows what to do. I'm the only one who has a clear sense. So I'm going to do this with or without you. Yikes, man. Like if you see that in leadership or even if you're in a relationship with somebody like that, that is not fun. Like you just feel so unworthy and scrutinized and deflated all of the time when you're around an immature knower. Okay. Leadership is very oppressive. (laughs) in that way. But the safest way to move forward as a knower is to surrender to the lordship of Jesus by finding a healthy community that honors your knowing and holds you accountable to authority and wisdom. So knowers can miss God's direction because they presume to know his destination. You're excellent at receiving God's message, but can't always take it into the end zone. Why? You can miss what God is saying now because knowers don't rely on words or feelings. You're at risk of running the ball down the field without watching the coach for direction. We need constant play-by-plays from our master coach. We just do. And God doesn't change what he's saying because he's fickle or wants to mess up the universe. He's not changing his direction. He's challenging your presumption about what he's going to do next And sometimes he tests us to see if we're really allowing him to lead. Tests bring out what and who we're trusting in. Let me say that again, in case you were not listening. Trust, (laughs) okay, tests bring out what and who we're trusting in. Trust is a big deal to God. Only God knows which tests we'll need to face in order to fulfill his will for our lives. And he never leads us into a test that he knows we won't have victory over. Okay, so he leads us into it knowing that we have victory. So think about Abraham. God told him to sacrifice his only son, Isaac, as an act of obedience. Then, before Abraham killed Isaac, God told him to do something else. That is an important play-by-play. You almost could kill your son and God gives you a different directive. Kind of a big deal. So when God says to the knower, I love you, but slow down. Look at me and pay attention. You need to stop. Knowers need to check in with God consistently and relationally. Staying close to God is the only way to stay in touch with his immediate direction. So stay humble, seek him, and you will find him again and again and again. You've got to stay low and you've got to stay close, okay? So here's how you can mature as a knower. I know some of that feels heavy if you're a knower, so there's hope. We're, we're continuing. We're continuing. So develop your supernatural wisdom by leaning into the mind of Christ. Wisdom is a different level of knowing. This means we honor the spiritual disciplines that keep us rooted in the spirit. So we actually have inside Courage Co. a section, totally free, Called the Courage Code Daily Five. And these are just five spiritual disciplines to really grow and develop in to help you stay spiritually strong and spiritually healthy. So I highly recommend getting plugged into that and inspired every day. The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. We have the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 2.15. So true knowing is informed by your intuition, but it can't be supernaturally wise if it's not also informed by spiritual maturity. So you've got to nurture your growth. Hear me. Growth does not happen. All of those folks, we're still in January, but all of those folks that said, this is going to be a new year, I'm going higher right? In 2024, I'm experiencing more in 2024. Growth will not just happen. You could have more headaches. You could have more problems. You could have more insecurities if you're not actively and intentionally growing, okay? So you've got to be very clear and very specific, and if you need help, that's why you ask for it and you invest in it, okay? People that are growing and going places, it's because they're sacrificing much and they're investing in themselves, It is not a luxury. It is a necessity, especially in this world that we're living in. So here's some ways that you can nurture your growth. Study scripture. Regularly read and meditate on the Bible. Seek God's wisdom and revelation within its pages. The word of God is a rich source of spiritual wisdom and guidance. This is not just something that you rush through that you just listen to one verse, that you open your Bible app and you just read that verse for the day and you're good. Regularly read, sift, sit in, meditate on the Bible. As you do this as a practice, as you're genuinely seeking and sitting and being still, Holy Spirit will reveal what is within that Bible to you. But if you're not getting still enough and if you're not sitting consistently, you're not going to get the same revelation. It's available, but you might not receive it. Cultivate a life of prayer. Pray continually. It says this in 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Adopt habits that include periods of stillness and silence, and keep your heart quiet, humble, and receptive to God's revelations. When we're still, right? This is a big deal. So if you are somebody that has experienced a lot of trauma. And if you've been somebody that is high achieving (laughs) and use that as, as a form of coping, like you just stay busy to avoid feeling and being still, right? and Having to sit in what's uncomfortable. I see you. I see you. But this cultivating a life of prayer is what heals you. And I know that. When you get still, when you get quiet, God starts healing your heart. He starts doing a work in your heart. You start to understand and recognize his presence. You start to love and crave peace. And you start bringing peace into environments that once tormented you. Very powerful, okay? And you're way more receptive to God, which you're going to need in your world, okay? And so as you're cultivating this in prayer, you bring it into these other areas of your life. Stay connected to a faith community. Are you seeing a theme here? (laughs) Participate in a community of believers who are actively pursuing spiritual growth. Surround yourself with others who can provide mentoring, accountability, and encouragement in your spiritual journey. This is such a big deal, and I know that we don't always know how to ask for it. I just met with a woman at a coffee shop the other day, and you could just feel like she's Wanting to be joyful, but she doesn't feel rooted or grounded anywhere. She doesn't feel support of a faith-based community. And I invited her into Courage Co. Right? There, there's no reason that you need to be floating around, tossed to and fro by everything that life brings to you. Right? We need to be anchored and supported. And we don't know that until we're willing to risk and experience real community and invest in it, contribute to it, show up for it, engage in it, be seen in it. Adopt other spiritual disciplines that deepen your connection to God. So regular practices such as fasting, worship, and solitude will keep your heart receptive to his wisdom and correction. There's danger for these knowers, right? When you just get out and you're doing your own thing, you're missing it. You're missing it. You're getting too far away. Okay, you're drifting. So allow God to build a history of knowing with you. Unlike any other prophetic personality, your confidence as a knower is critically connected to your history of listening to God. This is why it is so important that you're documenting these markers in your life of how God showed up. The enemy meant this thing for evil, but God turned it for good. Mark that. That is a pivotal thing to remember. You're going to need that for the next thing that God leads you into. Obey God's leading and trust him to honor your intent and correct you if you're wrong. You do not have to be perfect, just humble and willing to learn, pliable in the Father's hands, right? This is how we learn the difference between natural human thinking and supernatural knowing, and there is a difference. Repeatedly putting your intuitive sense into practice, then having it confirmed is what leads to confidence that your knowing is accurate practice. You need the mileage. Gradually accepting and eventually embracing your knowing at the deepest level will give you confidence that you are receiving what God has to say to you. Okay? So just having access to wisdom doesn't change your life. Okay? It's the application of wisdom that creates a harvest. Okay? And it's the lack of (laughs) of application of wisdom that creates destruction and just foolishness, okay? Nurture humility, then, so that God can lead you. Humility is the recognition that your knowing is limited. To mature as a knower, it's crucial to cultivate humility by acknowledging you don't have all the answers, that you always have more to learn. Grow by living fully submitted to God and trusting his leading. Adopt this attitude. God, I'm fully submitted to you. Do whatever you want to do in my life. Humility helps you recognize that you need the wisdom of heaven, period. You just need it. The good news is that it's always available. How fun is that? So practice humility by seeking feedback from others, engage in discussions with other prophetic personalities, and be open to their insights and perspectives. You don't know it all. (laughs) Actively request constructive criticism, then receive it as an opportunity for growth rather than personal attack. So leaders love feedback, okay? People that can't take feedback, that's an opportunity to investigate what's going on in your heart. People that care about you will give you feedback. People that don't, don't care enough to even give you feedback, okay? Honest self-reflection can also support humility. Regularly question your assumptions and biases, presenting them to God for his assessment. And this is part of inviting him to develop a history of knowing with you. By embracing humility, you foster a mindset of continuous learning and growth, which leads to maturity as we are continually willing to grow and develop. And stay on the potter's wheel we continue to learn our lessons and we continue to mature we don't make the same mistakes that we fell for before don't believe the lie that you're not spiritual enough you've got to ditch the thought once and for all <laughs> break up with that lie delete the number block it that mindset no longer serves you here's a new thing that you can say Just because I hear God differently doesn't make me wrong, and it doesn't make me less than. It makes me different. Value your identity by acknowledging that you listen to God in a very unique way, and that's okay, and it's needed, and it's necessary. Okay? You may even have to say to yourself, hey, you're not going to be the one who's getting a bunch of visions, and you're probably not going to be using the phrase, thus saith the Lord, anytime soon. But that's okay because that's just not you and you're not a fake and you're not a phony and you don't need to stir up all that stuff in order to prove anything. Mostly, you're going to have to tell yourself, I'm a knower. I will value the fact that with the gift of knowing comes the gift of wisdom. I will build my confidence on my history with God. He has made me a knower with supernatural intuition and I can grow and steward my knowing okay kind of like the love languages i hope all of these personality types are helping you know people in the spirit cuz that's fun too this is how you can nurture their development as well okay embrace discomfort knowers don't like this one <laughs> right and if this you know if these other suggestions haven't made you uncomfortable this one probably will you won't mature as a knower until you push beyond your comfort zone and actively seek discomfort You heard me. Actively seek discomfort. (laughs) Have another look at what we just went to. Listen to this again of all these potential weaknesses. Note how they have a common theme of separating from others and isolating, whether that's caused by overconfidence or hurt feelings. Staying engaged despite a default tendency to withdraw is going to lead you into situations that you'd rather escape. Don't run away Allow your confidence to be challenged. That's how people can look at you and say, you're just so confident. They have no idea what that has cost you as a knower. Confidence did not just happen for you. So explore opposing viewpoints, engage in difficult conversations, knowing that God's got you and he won't abandon you. Also, learn to articulate what you know with phrases that others are less likely to interpret as self-proclaimed. Let me break this one down. (laughs) Turning the focus off your gut and onto God will help convey what God has impressed upon you in a way others can receive and trust. So sometimes phrases like I think or I know or I believe are misunderstood as coming from us rather than from the Lord. I personally don't use those at all when I'm offering prophetic words. Hears tend to say things like, God said, seers seers say things like, God showed me. Feelers say, God moved my heart. Knowers can adopt a similar approach such as, God impressed on me that. Okay? And it's fine to use terms familiar to other prophetic personalities. So for example, sometimes when I'm sharing what God has given me with a hearer, I'll say, God spoke to me. I really feel like I've been hearing God speak these things, even though God didn't use those words or phrases. Or I might say to a feeler, I feel, I really feel God is, right? If I express to seers the vision God showed me, they give me their attention, So Paul wrote about the benefits of meeting others where they are in this way. I'm flexible, adaptable, and able to do and be whatever is needed for all kinds of people so that in the end, I can use every means at my disposal to offer them salvation. So much wisdom there. 1 Corinthians 9.22. So try relating to others with this kind of openness and see what a difference it makes in your life and in your ministry. Okay? And ask God this. God, how would you have me share this? Would you have me share this? How would you have me share this? Because none of this is about you. Okay? So here's a letter to the knowers. We need you. We love that God speaks to you through your gut. How would our world be if we it weren't for your confidence and your divine intuition? Keep learning to hear God speak to you in your knowing. Continue to develop supernatural clarity in this confused world. It will be worth it. Because you have ceased to believe that you are not spiritual enough, your courageous willingness to reveal the mind of God will affect many lives for the better. It's powerful. Thank you for standing with us, revealing God's wisdom, and sticking with your spiritual gut. Thank you for sharing what you know with us and not shrinking back. We're so thankful that God speaks to you in this way. So here's a knower cheat sheet. Their strengths. Knowers are overcomers. They possess a unique ability to push through barriers and overcome anything that stands in their way. Knowers have an invaluable sense of direction. Knowers' stability keeps them from being swept away by emotion or hype. Knowers are frequently right about the way something will turn out. Once knowers encounter the truth of God, little will stop them. And knowers grow in confidence by grounding themselves in their history of hearing God. And that confidence helps them lead with hope. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Their weakness is knowers can feel left out and tempted to disengage from their spiritual life. Knowers have a hard time valuing those who hear God differently. Knowers tend to overvalue what they know and leave others behind. And when God changes direction, knowers can often miss God's leading. So how do you mature as a knower? Allow God to establish a history of knowing with you. Be obedient and heed what you intuit, he is telling you. Practice intuition, practice humility. Don't believe the lie that you're not spiritual enough. Grow in your wisdom, discernment, and intuition. Trust your spiritual gut. Learn to share what you're sensing by saying, God impressed on me instead of, I just know. Okay? I really feel this strong impression, right? I I really have this impression strongly in my gut that, right? So there's many ways that you can share, but those are some lessons for the knowers, okay? So go back. I encourage you to go back and listen. You've got all of these different types, so go back and re-listen to them, especially if you really feel like you have a dominant type, and listen to these other ones too so you can grow into them, but specifically listen to the ways to grow and mature, okay? It is so important that we are mature leaders, okay, and disciples. We, we can hurt so many people when we are not mature, so it's very important to grow in wisdom and in maturity. So make sure that you're listening to that section and make it practical for you. Put it on your calendar. How are you going to invest in you this year? What things are you going to put into practice? We also work to make a lot of different things available to you no matter where you find yourself. We've got a 30-day faith walking program which is amazing. This is helping you build your faith in any season, particularly important to help you just reconnect with God on that level. We've got an entire year of training on demand. This is our masterclass training bundle. We cover relationships. We cover success habits. We covered stewardship. We cover so many things in there that that's just valuable to even apply an ounce of wisdom from that to your life. We've got a VIP mastermind. You can join this at any time. There's weekly live coaching in there. I will meet with you every week. The content is Holy Spirit developed and delivered. He is actively in that as you work through that content. It is so powerful. We had a beautiful share just the other day of what it's like before the mastermind and what it's like after the mastermind. You literally become a different person from the inside out, and it is so powerful to see that. What better outcome could you have, honestly, right? And you really need to be strong to do exploits. <laughs> You've really got to know God to do exploits. Okay. So this is what that God's Vibes Mastermind helps you to do. And then we will share more information about how you can become a spirit-driven success life coach as well. If that is something that you want to do, we will open opportunities for that in the future. So stay tuned, but you can plug into all those resources and definitely build community inside Courage Go. So make sure if you haven't plugged in there, it's www. CourageCo.org. All right, everybody, I hope this blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into CourageCo yet, what are you doing? CourageCo Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free, for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that, a community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self image and self esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you wanna be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner your spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.